If this is your first time here, welcome. And if it's your 13th time here, welcome again. But we'd love to have you as part of our podcast family. So subscribe, hit that subscribe button, and you'll be notified when new episodes drop. We don't want you to miss a single thing. So hit that follow or subscribe button and listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you go for podcasts. Hello and welcome to Positively Joy, the podcast that searches for the light in all seasons. And I'm your host, Yvette Walker. Today we are speaking to Carla Hinton, faith editor of the Oklahoman and Oklahoman.com, about an interesting encounter she had with someone while working on a story. Carla, can you tell us about that? Yes, I can. Well, I was assigned to uh, go down to Tulsa to cover some of the events leading up to the campaign rally that was held by uh, President Donald Trump. And then also the Juneteenth activities and events related to uh, Juneteenth that were held in the uh, Greenwood District, which is the historic Greenwood District uh, in uh, North Tulsa. Mm hmm. And one of the people that I interviewed, so this was on my first day there, uh, I went on a Wednesday, the Trump rally was on a, on a Saturday, and Juneteenth was on a Friday, so these were truly events leading up to both of those things, and I was interviewing someone, and I had on my mask, because we had been given masks by our employer, and I knew that it was just something that I needed to do, I needed to wear a mask, I had several in my, my bag, and several in my hotel, and so I'm going to wear my mask. And uh, one of the gentlemen that I spoke with uh, asked me to, t could I take off the mask? And I, you know, I kind of looked at him. I thought, well, hmm. And he said, uh, uh, first of all, we're outside. And I thought, okay. Okay. And then he said, but, and also, don't you have faith? Mm. And I thought that was real interesting because I already heard from someone on my Facebook feed that someone had asked them, had questioned their faith when, when they were wearing their mask. And so, but this was the first time that had ever happened to me. And so I was kind of taken aback. I, I don't think I was really prepared for it, but now that I'm back and, you know, the Trump rally and Juneteenth are, you know, behind us, I thought it was really an interesting issue to look at as mask and what they mean become even more important. And, and you would have thought they were important then, but they're really important now as we yes. see some of these, uh, some of the resurgence of the coronavirus in different places. And, and then people are just getting educated about what they mean. So I'm, I'm assuming that this man did not have a mask on. He did not. And, and his whole group didn't have them on, um, which didn't concern me because I had mine on and I, I was trying to do the whole social distancing by being at least six to seven feet apart from them. Right. I still had on my mask. I mean, I, I feel like you, in, in cases like that, even outdoors, you should sometimes, you should go ahead and have your mask on and still try to social distance if you can. Mm. So he, so in a sense, he challenges uh, your belief system. He challenges your faith. Um, and like you said, you were taken aback. But um, I mean, when I, so I saw you discussing this on social media and I thought, wow, um, you know, first Timothy said, God gave us a, not a spirit of fear, but a, but a sound mind. And, um, you know, I, 
I certainly don't think that there's anything that negates one's belief by wearing a mask. But as you said, you've had some time to think about it. So what are your thoughts? Well, you know, it kind of it, the first thing I thought was this is interesting. I, I feel I part of me felt like it was a little rude, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But you know what? When you're out there as a reporter, and you know this as a journalist, that, that you get you get all types of responses when you're doing interviews. And so I didn't take it personal. Right. I I thought, well, you know, my face has nothing to do with this. Not really. But I will say this now when I think about it. Like a couple of days, uh, you know, now away from that particular incident, I think that at the beginning of this whole thing and when we were all told to go home and, you know, stay at home and we were all just learning about what the coronavirus was and, you know, how we could protect ourselves. I was just scared to death, literally scared to death because Mm. one thing that it was it was hitting um, the uh, African-American communities harder than anyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, the pre-existing conditions. It's just it was just scary. And people were dying. So I I, ha- I was afraid. But I will tell you this, that my faith, eventually, within like two weeks, I was numb at first. I was I was numb. And then finally, I realized that, okay, now you move from numbness to fear. And, and what got me through that was my faith, my faith in God. I'm, I'm a Christian, my faith in God. And so I never questioned, though, wearing a mask because the scientists said that we should do this. The people who are in charge of uh, helping us through this health crisis said we should wear a mask. If you can wear it, you know, if you can't wear it for some reason, and I don't know what that would be. I I know there are people out there saying they can't wear them, but I know that I can wear them. And in fact, my aunt sent me 10 beautiful masks that she made me. So I I have plenty of masks, (laughs) (laughs) but I never thought of it as a faith issue. And so I think that is real interesting that that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that this this source challenged your faith, um, yes, in this case it took you aback. But I imagine that this has happened before. You are the faith editor, and you cover stories on faith and values, and you probably have run into people who will challenge your faith. And so, uh, if you could tell us what does faith and belief mean to you, and why do you do what you do? Well, I'll tell you. I I feel like I'm a better reporter about faith because I have my own faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and, and that doesn't mean that you have to be a person of faith to cover faith. That's for sure. Cause I, I know some other people who, who don't really care less about religion and spirituality and they're covering faith and doing a good job. But for me, I think it, 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 it it's good for me to do that. And the reason why I do it, I have to say, I've been doing this for a long time and now more than half of my career has been covering religion and I love it. I love it. I learn something new every day. I just think that faith hits every element or every aspect of our 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 lives it does i mm, mean how so it, it just every it touches everything that <laughs> it, it, it touches what we uh a lot of times it touches how you how you eat or what you eat what you watch on tv what you spend your time doing you know obviously whether you uh, go to a, a house of worship or not you know that sort of thing how you treat other people i mean that's every day that those are your everyday experiences Right. So I just think faith touches every element of our life. And I'm just surprised every year there's some new element that I hadn't thought of faith, you know, actually uh, uh, touching. So I, I'm never bored. And uh, <laughs> I bet I bet you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I wake up every day and for every 10 stories I do, there's 25 that I didn't do. I mean, that's just the, the bottom line, especially here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So that what keeps me going is that I have my own faith and then I'm also uh, I get a thrill out of out of doing this job and, and being able to um, 
bring uh, information and, and enlightenment to people who may not know know some things about faith, not just Christianity, but other faiths as well. It's interesting that you mentioned just how it touches so many parts of your life. Um, I have a media background, as you know, and I consume a lot of news and information. I always have. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm also, um, you know, I like to watch I like to watch TV, probably. Maybe too much TV, my husband would, would say. Um, I like to go to movies. And I am a horror movie fan. So now I know some Christians who would say they don't do that. But no, I, I like a well-told story, right? However, I was watching, and this, this would have been last season because I made the decision not to watch it. So they brought back Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was like an Archie cartoon from a long time ago. They brought it back in kind of a newfangled way onto Netflix. I watched the first episode. So she's wrangling. She's a, you know, she comes from a witch family and she's, she's wrangling with being, I guess, a good witch or a bad witch. Um, so I watched season one. Season two, she goes, and, and I can't say what's happened since then because I made the decision to stop watching it. She goes fully down into the dark side. And um, I decided I could no longer watch it because they, they had a prominently displayed um, statue satanic statue, the one that groups have tried to, you know, uh, display at the Capitol and various other places, okay. um, a fully displayed satanic uh, statue with children at the feet of Satan uh, on on the show. It was it was on the TV quite a bit of the time. And they say hail Satan a lot. And I decided, you know what, I just can't have this in my life. So I so I made the decision to stop watching that because it just it went too far for me. And um, the TV show Lucifer, I also used to like to watch that. Lucifer Morningstar is put in a good light. I decided I probably don't need to have that in my life. I still love to watch horror movies, but those are two decisions that I made because my faith told me you don't need to be watching that. So it's kind of interesting that you that you said how it does touch a lot of our lives. It does. It does. And, you know, probably a lot of people don't want to not want to think that because they might have to make some hard choices like you had to do. But I've had to do that, too, because I don't I don't do the the uh, scary movies when it comes to uh, like the supernatural and the devil. There's so many of them. They have the devil winning over, you know, Christ. And I just can't do those things. And, and plus, I just feel like sometimes those things open up a, a gateway in our imagination or even in our I don't know, probably think people are going to think this is saying too much, maybe even into our souls, because, you know, we, you know, the eye is, you know, everything, uh, the eye and what we listen to and all that kind of thing. Um, I just think that we have to be careful about those things. So, yeah. like you said, it's it's uh, anytime they have some positive things uh, on TV when they're sharing those. I don't even watch Greenleaf. My friends want me to watch that. And I'm, not, I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and nothing against them. Because everybody's telling me, you need to watch it. I'm not against it. I'm not against yeah. it. I, I, I had to make a decision whether I was going to watch it. I love you, Oprah, though. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no. I know. We love Oprah. Um, love no, Oprah. it is a personal, it is truly a personal decision. And it is a personal decision you have to make for yourself. But it is, but when, that is when you're taking faith and your, and your belief truly to heart. You know, you were saying, okay, I'm, I am going to enjoy this show or I'm not going to enjoy this show because it is. It is going against what I believe. It is going against, you know. Um, but but getting back to the masks, that uh, I, I don't think that wearing a mask would go against anything that I believe. 
So, yeah, so when you were discussing this on social media, uh, a friend of yours mentioned that Proverb 22, verse 3 applies, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. And that was a really interesting perspective, pulling pulling that verse into your uh, into your situation. What did you think about that? I thought it was really interesting because I've, I've, I've heard that one before, of course, but I never thought about about attaching it to this particular um, issue. But I think it fits. I think it can fit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't want to uh, make light of other people's decisions regarding the mask, but I, I do think I can see where someone would say, this is what I'm standing on when it comes to mask. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that, um, well, I, I think that our father wants us to be safe and yes, he cares for us. And yes, he is the great healer. Um, but he also, uh, you know, he also created the doctors and the scientists that, that we are listening to. So, um, but I think you handled it well uh, as far as your interaction um, with that person. Uh, and as I said, you know, it's probably, it's probably not the first time. Um, so your job can be stressful, I imagine, maintaining your own faith while trying to share news and information about the faith community. But, but you love what you do. So how do you maintain your joy? Well, I tell you, I, well, my faith is, is key because, like I said, in times of, of stress, and of course we have them every day, but in times of uh, severe stress like what we're going through now, you know, you can, those are what I call bumps, definitely road bumps. And um, like I said, I was numb when all this happened for, for a couple of weeks and then I realized, oh, I was fearful, which is better than numbness, because at least you know, okay, here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And but my faith brought me back, you know, brought me back to the center and, and to the, the core of, of what I believe in the, the foundation, which is uh, my Christian beliefs. Um, so they, they, that brings me joy because, you know, happiness, this, I believe this happiness is it can be fleeting. Joy comes from from having a a a solid foundation so that, you know, you can see joy in anything. I have, I have been, um, you know, a base and I've been a bound. I've, I've, I've known ups and I've known downs, but uh, I still believe that I have a good uh, foundation. That's, that's what keeps me, keeps me going. And that, that is what gives me joy. Amen. Amen. Um, so a lot of us do get our strength from scripture. Do you have a favorite scripture verse? I do. And it was one of those, uh, it's uh, Hebrews 11, one now faith is the substance of things uh, hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. And so I have stood on that scripture. It was the first scripture that I actually stood on, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago when I was going through a really, really uh, bad part of my life, and I was going to church, and I believe I was a Christian, but I didn't have a relationship with uh, Christ. And a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, matter of fact, she was she helped me. She lives down in the Tulsa area. But anyway, she uh, told me, she said, uh, you need to, you need, instead of being willy nilly and, you know, any ill wind and you're like, oh, my life is over. She said, you need to, you need to stand, stand on something. And she gave me that. And I understood it. It was weird because other people had told me, you know, I've been reading scripture, that sort of thing. But this was the first time that it actually meant something to me that actually, it's actually gotten to my heart. And so I, I have uh, gone back to that time and time again. Would you recite uh, that one more time? And let's just really, really. See how you can stand on that. Okay. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, and basically what it means is, mm. I didn't, I, and basically what it means is, um, you know, 
maybe you don't see what you're hoping for you yes. know, right off. Um, but you have that hope. You know, you have that hope. And that's 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 what faith is. So you are pretty busy. Um, you are always working. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I ask you what's next for you, I know you have a million projects coming up, but um, if you can tell us what's what's next for you. Well, I'm doing a story about um, about the mask, mm-hmm. the whole uh, faith over fear, really. That's basically what it amounts to. And then um, I'm also going to uh, write a story about the, the fact that in Oklahoma City, the mayor and the uh, Oklahoma City County Health Department talked about super spreaders. They had seven super spreaders they talked about last week. And uh, one of them was faith-based activities. Mm. And so I had, I had a pastor who took exception to that. And so I'm doing a story about that. Mayor Holt was saying that they have identified seven general locations or activities where the the virus is being spread a little bit uh, faster. They're they're, they're seeing it being spread. So that's going to be interesting. So that is, that is, well, we thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and um, perhaps um, helping us know how to react to such an interaction if if we have that and our and our faith is challenged and uh and stand on hebrews that's that's strong that's really strong (laughs) and thanks to our listeners for uh being with us today if you have not subscribed please do so Uh, you will get notifications of when the next episode airs and as always this has been the positively joy podcast and farewell for now